Bidzy's Small Business Society, number 12. Thank you for joining us today on another episode of Bidzy's Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barasov. Small business owners take you on their entrepreneurial journey and talk about their success as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy's Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers post your projects for free at Bidzy.com. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Today on Bidzy Small Business Society, I couldn't be more excited to talk to our next guest, Michael Krause. Mike is the founder of SalesSense Solutions, where he helps sales professionals achieve their potential. Mike left corporate America behind when he discovered his true passion, and that's teaching others about his highly effective sales processes. Mike is an accomplished author, and his best-selling book, Smart Prospecting That Works Every Time, is available on Amazon. Good morning, Michael. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and what it is that you do? Oh, good morning. I'm excited to be here, uh, Rob. Thanks, Thanks for having me and uh, look forward to helping uh, you and your, your listeners. So, uh, yeah, so what I've done over time over the last uh, 20 years being in uh, B2B sales primarily is uh, discover a methodology. I find a lot of times sales reps uh, like myself are kind of caught in our own island. Uh, maybe we don't have a supportive manager or maybe we don't have uh, the structure or support around us. So we're kind of out there flip-flopping around and trying to figure it out. And there, there is a way. There is a way. I think there's one of the most powerful things that I can say right now is that it takes 9 to 12 attempts to get an appointment or to move the sales process forward. 85% of all salespeople only do one call and do a prospect. And then they get frustrated. So I think that's one powerful stat to kind of kick off this interview is that, you know, number one, you're not alone. And number two, it is really about consistency and persistency. And resilience, it sounds like. Oh, a lot of resilience. I mean, salespeople are, you know, we're, we're fun people. We're uh, hardworking. Uh, you know, we have some sort of competitive nature into us. And if we don't have those three things, probably we shouldn't be in, in sales. And funny enough, I was listening to an interview with, Jerry Seinfeld, um, he was on XM Radio, and you know I'm sure you love him too. Oh, right, I Rob? love Jerry Seinfeld. Love yeah, the show. I, love everything he does. Love everything. But he said he says, um, and he was interviewing with Howard Stern. Actually, Howard Stern was interviewing him, and he said that uh, the best crowd that we can possibly get is doing a sales kickoff meeting because salespeople are alive. And this is where we're home. And he says, we're home, baby, if we can get in front of salespeople. So we are that kind of fun, energetic group. But sometimes, you know, our ADD and our craziness kind of gets away from us. And I think that one thing that we could always do is kind of have a methodology. And that's what smart prospecting that works every time does is there's a method to the madness. And it's a systematic approach to achieve your results. Sure. So... Mike, when was the moment that you finally declared, okay, corporate America is not for me, and you finally went out on your own? 
When I, uh, the truth, and that's what I always speak is, uh, I've sold over a hundred million dollars in products and services, and I never have to walk down the street looking over my shoulder. And if you're that type of salesperson that has to do that, maybe sales isn't for you because it's a long play. It's a long-term game. What it was happening in corporate America, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners, um, would appreciate this is that the quota goes up every year and the pay goes down every year. And I'm a big believer in Albert Einstein. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Right. And I wanted to take control of my own destiny. You know, I know that's a cliche statement, but I really did. I, you know, I did have the dream. I did have a, a goal. Uh, you know, Jeff Gittermer was kind of um, a person that when I worked at Lexis Nexus, and I saw him speak up there, and I was like, well, if he can do it, I can do it too. And then that kind of encouraged me to go write um, the book and help salespeople. Sure, Mike, so you've dedicated yourself to motivating others through your writing and your business, but who holds you accountable? How do you stay motivated and excited to do the same for others so consistently? That's a great question. Uh, I would say that it's my customers. You know, it's kind of, um, it's it's fun to see um, a project come together and then some results. So that keeps me motivated. You know, it's kind of like being an athletic coach or a personal trainer. It's nice to see those people achieve their goals, uh, maybe get over some fears. We all have fears out there. There's no question about it. Even the best salesperson in the world is still afraid of something. It could be rejection. It could be uh, making that first prospect call. There's always, we always have fears and we have to get over those. I was talking to another coach yesterday. She does a little something different, more than the executive leadership coach, but she met a very powerful woman that was a CEO and she was afraid of her staff. And she goes, I, they, you know, she was just afraid of it. What she, it took her back is that she didn't, she didn't have the confidence level to speak to the authority that she had because she was leading this company, a multi-million dollar company, and she just still didn't have that confidence. So you're not alone. We all don't like to be rejected. We all don't like to have no to us, but no is part of the game. You know, I've always had a handful of no's. That's what I've called it. You know, in a sales conversation, you're looking for five no's the you know during the conversation so you have to keep kind of going in there and refining your objections refining uh, what you're going to be saying to them commonly called objection handling and go in there a lot of times people just kind of give up on the first no and walk away <clears throat> and to to complement that point the sales that have said yes to me fast have been the worst uh they've been the worst customers ever um, because there was a desperation, uh, the Hail Mary, I call it. You know, maybe they had bad credit, or maybe they um, were burned by other businesses, and or maybe they burned other businesses, and they just became the worst. So, you know, be be confident in the no's and managing the sales process and your own abilities. Sure, and what you say in smart prospecting is that you have to peel back that onion to get to the heart of the issue, right? Yes, you do. It's just no different than an onion. You know, that first layer of um, the onion is is you throw it away and you have to keep going into the core of the onion and you keep peeling back those those layers so that you can get to the core of matter. Because most of the time we all walk around with this fake person or the associate or a facade, whatever you would like to call it. And then it takes a, a certain amount of questions to get to the truth. 
Um, no different than an attorney does. I mean, if if everyone was telling the truth and everyone was open and honest, there'd probably be no courts, <laughs> right? That's right. I mean, that you everyone would be just okay. Yeah, I did it, and then that's it. <laughs> uh, but you know, you have to whittle them down. I call it the whittle. No different if you went out to the woods and you picked up a stick and then you sat down with a knife and you made that point sharp. It's not one cut. It takes many cuts to get that point to make a spear. And I think that's one of the things that um, a lot of us don't do is that we just don't ask enough questions into the sales process. And that goes back to prepping. If you go into a sales call blind, you're going to be in trouble, uh, big trouble. One of my best stories is uh, we were selling uh, enterprise solutions, and it was a large phar- uh, large pharmacy that we, this gentleman was calling in on. And he goes, so how's business? And then the guy goes, uh, it was a CFO. He goes, well, obviously you don't know our business because we just had the worst um, plummet of our stock this morning. And then he threw him right out of the office. Oh, yeah. It, it doesn't take long because our prospects by nature and us as humans are looking for reasons to say no. We do not look for reasons to say yes. Um, our brain is not programmed like that. We're, we're always saying no and then we, we kind of think about it, and then we might say yes. So, Sure. Waiting through those no's to get to that yes will be a challenge for any salesperson, for sure. Mike, what are some of the other challenges that someone is going to face on the road to becoming a sales professional? Are there any specific challenges that you faced on your own journey? Sure. Number one is um, don't go out there blindly. In other words, know where your prospects are. I, I call it spray and pray. So, you know, you're kind of spraying your business cards out there, you're, you're spraying all your information, and you're randomly doing things. Um, I work a lot in the credit card business and uh, merchant services specifically, and I say to the reps, I go, don't go down to the Main Street, okay, because everyone and their brother has been down to Main Street cold calling, and the, more than likely, those merchants are going to be smarter than you. Uh, because they've had so much education by our competitors that you're, you just won't be able to provide good service. Um, so go where you're, go where the fish are biting. Um, you know, no different than if you're out there fishing or hunting. You want to find those warm spots. So the best way to get to those warm spots is to look at your current portfolio. Go through the customers that have already bought service, maybe not from you if you're brand new, but maybe from your company, and get a general consensus of where they're buying. You know, are they in manufacturing? Are they retail? Are they restaurant? Are they realtors? You know, are they lawyers? Whatever the the portfolio is, that's where you want to stay in the beginning of your career. And then, you know, as you mature and as your your book matures, then you can go off and kind of play these um, different games. But definitely don't go out there and try to figure it out. Mike, you've enjoyed some successes from your younger entrepreneurial days as a small business owner to being a published author up until today. What does that success actually look like for you? What is the reward that you are working so hard towards? Well, the reward is, um, you know, I think that um, everyone can do whatever they want. They just have to plan accordingly. Um, You know, I wanted to have a published book. It was a four-year goal that took me four years to achieve. And all I kept doing was going to Barnes & Noble, and I was looking at the sales section, and I was studying all those people. And I said, what what are they doing to get on this shelf? And I kept visualizing that, and I kept dreaming of that. 
And then I put my I put a plan in place, and then I followed that plan, and I got on Barnes and Noble shelf, which was a four year goal. But you know, those are the types of things that I feel success about is because I I put that huge goal out there, not just to be a writer, or not just to publish a book, but to be published by a large publishing company and to be on the shelf at Barnes and Noble because next to the guys that you're reading. Yeah. Next to the guys, you know, the Gittimer, the Tom Hopkins, the Brian Tracy's of the world, you know, all of those, Jill Conrath, um, you know, all of my mentors. And I said, you know, if they can do it, I can do it too. And I think that's the, the mentality that I think people need to have in today's society is like, if one person can do it, I can do it too. Great stuff, Michael. So you're doing radio shows and podcasts. You're active on social media. You write blog posts. Are there any other ways that you find and connect with your customers? And what is most effective? You know, last week I did seven networking sessions. Um, so I'm, I'm that guy that actually um, I, I practice what I preach. Uh, there's a lot of people that, you know, can write books and then they really don't go out and do it. Uh, you know, I'm sure you can meet a lot of those, Rob, right? Absolutely. So... Anyways, uh, I, I practice what I preach. I go on out to seven networking events, so I'm very active in the community. I write in uh, the Democratic Chronicle here, which is local, so I'm in on the Sunday's paper, so that gives me exposure. I send out a lot of handwritten thank you notes uh, to customers or people I meet. I think that's pennies on the dollar. You're talking about literally less than a dollar to send out a handwritten thank you card. You know, hey, I'm nice to meet you. Look forward to growing our business. And it's in, in pen and you got your business card in there. And that's a personal touch. I think one of the things that definitely with social media and all the Twitter and everything else is important to get. Don't lose that human touch because at the end of the day, we're not going to be buying your Twitter account. We're going to be buying you. That's right. We have a few more questions, but first a word from our sponsor. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, are you tired of scrambling on the phone searching for someone to complete your project? Are you tired of tedious internet searches trying to connect with a service provider who may or may not be available to help you with your projects? Try Bidzy. Post your projects for free at Bidzy.com and we will connect you with respected local businesses who will bid on your projects. Everything from home renovation and auto repair to handyman and cleaning services. Post your projects for free, sit back and let local businesses come to you. Businesses, are you trying to find a way to expand your customer base without breaking the bank? Finding new customers and marketing your business is expensive and time consuming. Try Bidzy. Bidzy notifies you each time a customer posts a project in your subscribe categories. Submit your bid, win the project, gain a new customer relationship. Sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com to connect with new customers and grow your business. Michael, I usually ask our guests to recommend a book or a podcast, but I want to ask you this instead. What is your favorite sales movie and quote and why? Okay. It's uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. All right. The Alec Baldwin scene <laughs> and uh, coffee are for closers. <laughs> I think that was just an unbelievable uh, movie and uh, that whole section there. Yeah, he was a little harsh, but there's a lot of truth in that too. You know, people were complaining about the leads. 
don't complain about the leads. You know, if they're not, every lead is not going to be perfect. Am I, then we'd be done with sales in one month. Uh, if every lead that came in, you could sell, I mean, you got to operate on the rule of three and two of them aren't going to work. And one of them is so, um, but also I'd like to answer that other question. A lot of times people would ask me, what sales book would you read? My favorite author is Malcolm Gladwell. And the, the book is uh, blink and it talks about intuitive repulsion which is basically in three seconds you can sum up someone. And I think that's very powerful for a salesperson to understand. For example, if you walk in late, your, your clothes are a mess, you're not prepared, you, you don't even have a business card on you or all the other things that I've seen in my life and then we've all done by mistake too. You know, by that point, in that three seconds, your prospect probably said, you know, this guy or Gail really doesn't know what they're doing and I don't wanna waste my time either. So it's really important to have those three seconds. Be on time, be prepared, have your questions, and always ask for business. 85% of salespeople don't ask for the close. They don't ask. So the next one, Michael, is a two-part question. The first is, what is the one skill that a salesperson must master in order to succeed? And the second is, what is the one skill or attribute that you possess that has allowed you to succeed as an entrepreneur? You have to be able to open and close so if there's anything that uh, goes back to opening like a uh, the book blink and then closing so open strong and close strong you and I think the one ability that I have is that I'm a strong closer I will ask at the end do you see any reason that we shouldn't go forward to the next step no okay here's the next step so I will always ask something like that or I'll say you know do you like option a or our option B or you know, and then make them choose. If they choose option A, then you have a sale. Uh, but I think the closing is something that people are uh, need a little bit more polishing on because they're afraid of that big no. Right. And I think you talk about it in your book, In Smart Prospecting, that the opening is as important as the close because, like you said earlier, in those first three seconds, you can lose them. Yeah, you can lose it. So it's a balance, and that's why I kind of answered it twofold. You know, you need a strong opening, and you need a strong close. Uh, the middle, like anything, in the middle of a book, you, you don't really pay attention to it. But in the beginning, that first paragraph better grab you, and at the end, it better be strong. Uh, because if you, you go to a movie and the, the uh, editing was weak, you're more than likely to get horrible ratings. Um, they want that, you know, Hollywood happy ending. Uh, so that is really important. But, you know, Rob, I think it's it's a 50-50. Open strong and close strong. You have to be prepared. You have to manage the, 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 the process when you're talking to someone in the control. And then you have to ask for the the, the close, or excuse me, the business. And then you got to follow it up with a handwritten thank you note. And to follow it up, you know, all these salespeople are getting great activity, but then they don't follow up on the lead. Sure, and create a customer for life. And, and yeah, and that's another thing too. I, I like that, Rob. You know, let's come. Com we need long-term relationships. If you're in sales for a short-term relationship, um, then it's bad. And then actually, going back to the movie, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, in that they said basically, you sell. You know, my dad was a salesman, a car salesman. And you sold sold them cars for life. Don't don't sell them one car. Sell them ten cars. Mm -hmm. So, Mike, do you have any other books in the works, and what does the future look like for Sales Sense Solutions? I've been writing a lot with my blog, so that's kind of eventually, like uh, most writers say, your blogs become books. Um, so it might be a combination of things that I've written over the past you know, year or two on my blog at Democrat and Chronicle. 
Um, but uh, I also, you know, there is an idea that I've had is, you know, sometimes people are worried about, you know, where sales going, where sales going. A lot of technology companies don't even have salespeople because they feel that their technology is so strong that they don't need those outside salespersons. So I see a general trend of more marketing dollars going into the website, easier contacts on the website, and then a stronger inside sales team. You know, so that's kind of what I've seen is like, especially in technology, you know, um, you know, Google, for example, or, or Square or what have you, they don't have outbound sales teams. They, they wait, wait, they wait for the business to come to them. So I think the, the outside or B2B salesperson um, is going to be more of an internal salesperson in the future. Last question, Michael. How can people connect with you? They can connect with me on my website, you know, uh, mdkraus.com. And also they can call me directly, you know, at 585-704-6453. I'm always happy to talk to salespeople, you know, even if you have a couple questions. I love when people can't close something. Because uh, then we can talk about it, you know, kind of what, what you did and what you didn't do and, and kind of work on it together. I mean, I find that very interesting because it is about psychology. It's 100% about psychology. One rep could go in there and you're all, all selling the same product. And it was probably the personality that really nailed it because pricing is so competitive right now. We're all within dollars or cents unless you really don't have a good competitive analysis. It's that personality, it's the follow-up, it's the confidence in that call. All those little baby steps count because we all know when they're looking for services, they go out for three, don't they? You know, you have someone over to your house for carpet, you get three quotes, don't you, Rob? At least three. That usually acts as a pretty good baseline. I don't know who came up with it, but that's the rules, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's right. So there you have it, everybody. There is a direct line into the mind of Michael Krause. Thank you so much for joining us on Bidzy Small Business Society, Michael. Thank you so much. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, post your projects for free at Bidzy.com. Businesses, Sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. You've been listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. Connect with us at Bidzy.com and grow your business. Take a second and support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing us a positive review and leaving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your five-star rating will allow us to continue to bring you inspiring stories from successful entrepreneurs like the one you heard today. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today.